Hello and welcome to this episode of Retinal Realities brought to you by Roche Products and hosted by Claudette and Karen. Our special guest today is Gavin, who is here to tell us about his personal journey with diabetes and vision loss. Gavin, please introduce yourself and please tell us a little bit about your diagnosis story. Hi, Claudette and Karen. Glad to be here. Yeah, my name is Gavin. I've been living with diabetes for 35 years. I was diagnosed at the age of three. And my vision loss story is I got diabetic retinopathy after my lower limb amputation, which was a complication due to the diabetes. Yeah. So, Gavin, how did the specialist treat your eye condition, if any? Uh, I actually got bleeding in my eye and I went to go see the optometrist because to me it just looked like a black spot. And he saw that it was bleeding, immediately referred me to an ophthalmologist in Bloemfontein. When seeing the ophthalmologist, he immediately booked me for surgery. And what happened is a blood vessel burst near to my macula. And yeah, so that made the retina tore away. But he stitched it in place, took out the blood, and then put silicon oil in the eye. And a year after that, my other eye did exactly the same thing. So yes, that is my story with diabetic retinopathy. Wow, that's quite a story. And I'm glad you managed to find a really good ophthalmologist there. But as a person living with diabetes complication, what has been the hardest adjustment according to your experience? Well, firstly, diabetes is a difficult thing to manage, um, but we do. And I would have thought that the amputation would have been the hardest part, learning to walk with a prosthesis and so on. But to me personally, the vision loss was a bigger hit to get used to. As there's silicon oil in my eye, I'm very sensitive to light. Yeah, and my depth perception is not so great. As a person living with low vision, what do you struggle mm -hmm. with or miss the most having such bad vision? Uh, what I miss the most, I would say, is reading books. Yeah, just picking up a book and, and reading through it. But also driving, um, as I'm sensitive to light, I can't take the chance of getting behind the wheel and getting blinded. So that is the, the two biggest things that I do miss. And Gavin, I suppose the feeling of losing your independence is also quite important. Yes, losing independence. I'm not as confident when I'm going to town alone. Uh, my wife is normally with me, and like I said, I can't drive, so she does all the driving. And yeah, but I didn't lose all of my independence. You do push yourself. Um, so I, I do still make meals, and what whatever you still can do, you do. So that, That's quite an adjustment to make. And you've mentioned some of how you cope. How do you generally cope with all the adjustments that you've had to make in your life? 
Well, the the biggest thing how I cope is my wife, definitely. Um, we communicate a lot. When we do go to town, she holds my hand and it looks very romantic, but it's twofold actually. It's to also help me navigate. Like I said, I, I struggle with depth perception, so I don't handle steps as well. So she will guide me and say, okay, here's a step and basically help me up and down stairs, which is a big help. And then when she is at work, um, luckily, you know, everything in my house is set up in a way that I know where everything is. So, yeah, that's basically how I cope. And Gavin, as a 38-year-old who used to go around in a pharmacy as a pharmacy assistant, it must be very hard for you to have lost that independence of working and being on your own. Yes, I must say I've had to learn to, to move slower. As you said, I was in the pharmacy and there you help your client and you run to get the medication and take it back. So I've had to learn to move slower. Um, I had to accept that I do have some limitations. And yeah, I, I do miss the work. I was medically boarded due to the vision. Because of the light sensitivity, you know, I can't stand under the fluorescent lights and see. But yeah, when I do go out, I've got an excellent pair of dog glasses that help with the light sensitivity. And I must say, with the oil in my eye, um, my vision has improved. Every time I go to the specialist, he's amazed at how my eyes have adjusted. And I think the last time I was there, he said my vision improved threefold. So I think I'm standing at about 25 or 30% vision now, which is only by the grace of God. That's amazing, Gavin, and you're so courageous. I really want to commend you on that. So what advice can you give someone who's also facing this loss of vision due to diabetic retinopathy? The biggest thing that I must say is, look, diabetes on its own can get very overwhelming. And if you add the complications of balance and your vision, all of that, you can get into a place where you just feel like, what's the point? But the thing is, someone told me once that as long as you're breathing, you have a purpose. So get something to get up in the morning. When my amputation happened, I decided to get up every morning, even if it was in the wheelchair, and just make my wife a cup of coffee before work. And I carried that through my vision loss as well. And it's actually at the point where I get up and while she's getting ready, I make breakfast, I pack her lunch. So I have a reason to get up. And the thing is, I said, yes, you have to accept that you're limited now, but you're not useless. Because I'm sitting at home, you, you can also fall into the thing as, I don't mean anything to society. But I became a diabetes advocate that works um, regularly with Sweet Life and SA Diabetes Advocacy. And then I also volunteer with you guys at Retina SA. And that gives you a sense of purpose and sharing your story and just encouraging other people and raising awareness. So 
yeah, I think saying that as long as you're breathing, you've got a purpose, don't give up. You're never alone. That's another very important point. You're never alone. There are great organizations and people that actually understand, that are willing to help, that will be there for you. And build your support system. Have people to encourage you because you will have good days and bad days. But if you have a good support system, and I praise my wife constantly because she's always there, um, always ready to help. And we communicate because I think with a lot of people with low vision, if you ask where something is and they say over there, it doesn't mean much to us. So we've had to work on our communication as well and to say it's over there by the plant or by the kettle. And if you do struggle, not to get annoyed with each other, but to help. So, yeah, your support system is definitely a big, big part of life. Well, I always say when we find out where over there is, Boy, are we going to find everything that we've always lost or couldn't find? Yes. Very true. Gavin, that was really wonderful advice for everyone who's listening. And you are such a fantastic example and an inspiration for everyone out there. And I hope that every single person listening to this podcast is totally inspired. Thank you so, so, so very much for sharing your story. And anyone would like to speak to Gavin about your own experiences, or even if you simply feel like a chat with him, please contact us via email. The address is headoffice at retinasa.org.za. That's headoffice h-e-a-d-o-f-f-i-c-e at retinaessay.org.za and we will put you in touch. And then finally, as we end, thank you again to Roche Products for your generosity in sponsoring this valued series. Thank you.